Fort Worth. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. On a Friday morning, it's Friday, September 3rd, Feast of St. Gregory. Good to be with you. Going into the Labor Day weekend, the unofficial end of summer on the calendar. As I told my listeners in the first hour of the program, I really don't like to say those words because summer is my favorite season. But thanks be to God for another day. And we move along and do what we need to do to make a difference. And to, as we always say here at Ave Maria Radio and EWTN, build the church and bless the nation. Coming up on the program this morning, the one the only Doug Keck, our chief operating officer and president of the network, talking about all the great programs coming up. Now, we interviewed Father Chris Alar yesterday. He's on the new show docket. It begins next week. It's called Living Divine Mercy. Doug, I'm sure we'll have the update on that. We're also starting a brand new season of the Catholic View for Women, season 13. I can't believe it. And we have two new co-hosts, Vanessa Denhagarmo, Mary Kaminsky, joining me and Janet Morana. Uh, we'll mention that a little bit later in the program. I'm sure Doug will give a nod to that as well. And then I cannot wait to talk to Doug about um, our wonderful EWTN News reporter. You'll probably watch him uh, every night, hopefully, on EWTN News Nightly. He does a great job of covering the White House. Owen Jensen asking a very basic question as a Catholic journalist after the president comes out and someone who has called himself a devout Catholic over and over and over again, and yet with the Texas ban on abortions, which is upheld as we know, the Supreme Court actually didn't do anything with it, so it stays in place for now. Thanks be to God, hopefully long-term as well. But he comes out right away, Biden, Joe Biden, and says, we're going to support Roe v. Wade, blah, 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 and the whole thing, right? The whole pro-abortion stance, which he's had for, for years and years and years. So... He claims he's a Catholic. He claims he's devout. So Owen Jensen asks him a very basic question. Okay, how does this square with his faith? And what does Jen Psaki do? She blames the reporter. Deflection. He even tried to get a... He did ask a follow-up question about the unborn. Okay, well, who's going to speak up for the unborn? Because she's talking about, you know, women and the right to choose, blah, 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 the usual arguments. And he says, okay, well, what about the rights of the baby? Well... Then she starts yelling at him because he's a man, he can't get pregnant, so he doesn't understand. A lot to say about this, and I'm sure Doug will weigh in, as well as Abby Johnson at the bottom of the hour. She's going to be discussing this Texas ban. Now, she is from Texas. She was working there as a Planned Parenthood director when she had a change of heart, and she details her testimony and her reversion, actually her conversion to the Catholic faith in the book Unplanned and the beautiful film by the same name. Uh, She converted to the Catholic Church several years ago, uh, and she also obviously had a big turnaround on the abortion issue. I'll talk with Abby Johnson at the bottom of the hour, and then Janet Morana and Vanessa Denhagarmo from the Catholic View for Women and our Friday morning program. We appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to check out all of our great information at AveMariaRadio.net and EWTN.com. In terms of the weather forecast, it looks like, thanks be to God, uh, Hurricane Ida has moved out, but not before leaving a lot of damage behind. We'll have details in the news coming up. But here's the forecast. There's still severe storms and heavy rain possible in parts of the central U.S. A few strong to severe thunderstorms and areas of heavy rainfall are expected in the northern and central plains today. And the heat 
is expected to build out west and that could impact the second half of the upcoming holiday weekend. Pretty much, though, on the East Coast, which got clobbered with the storms and the flooding, uh, especially New Jersey and parts of Maryland, that appears to be gone, thanks be to God, but not without, as we said, leaving a lot of destruction behind. So we'll have uh, those details coming up right now in the news. Four minutes past the hour. I do hope your Friday is going well, that you have a blessed and a beautiful Labor Day weekend. Be safe. Make sure you stay tuned to EWTN for all of our great shows and especially our great news outlets to keep you informed from a truly Catholic perspective. Let's see what's happening in and around the world. It's a Friday morning, September 3rd. You're listening to the one, the only EWTN. Well, Jack Cronin tells us a San Diego school district says several of their students are still among the roughly 1,000 Americans and others still trapped over in Afghanistan. Cajon Valley Superintendent David Miyashiro says several families and 21 of their students have been rescued, but three others from one San Diego family are among those still hiding from the Taliban. There are easily a thousand more students, American-born or children of SIVs, still trapped in Afghanistan. If not for the courage and bravery of Congressman Issa's team, and especially Freydun and Mohammed, who stayed in contact with our families while they waited for extraction, they would still be there too. The superintendent thanking his team and the congressman saying they worked for two and a half weeks to rescue the families from San Diego while making a plea to the U.S. government to not leave the others behind. A British-born member of the so-called ISIS Beatles facing life in prison after pleading guilty to terrorism charges, including the murders of four Americans. Alexander Cote's guilty plea entered yesterday in federal court in Virginia. He and another British ISIS member were charged with hostage-taking, resulting in death and conspiracy to provide material support to terrorists. Prosecutors say he belonged to a four-member ISIS cell, hence the nickname Beatles, and personally took part in the brutal murders of hostages, including journalists James Foley and Stephen Sotloff, and aid workers Kyla Mueller and Peter Kasik. All except Mueller were beheaded. A suspected terrorist, as Michael Kastner tells us, is dead after a stabbing attack in New England or New Zealand. It happened earlier today at a supermarket in Auckland. Six people were wounded before police opened fire, killing the suspect. (laughs) Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said the Sri Lankan national was inspired by ISIS and well known to New Zealand authorities. It was carried out by an individual, not a faith, not a culture, not an ethnicity but an individual person who was gripped by ideology that is not supported here. He was so well known, in fact, that he'd been under round-the-clock surveillance and was able to be taken down within 60 seconds of the first stabbing. As we reported earlier this week, Pope Francis, in an interview with a Spanish Catholic news service, reiterating the church's life teaching, referencing a comment he made before regarding the throwaway culture and abortion being akin to hiring a hitman to solve a problem. His comments released the same week the nation's strongest abortion ban went into effect in Texas. As Catholic News Agency explains, beginning September 1st, the Texas Heartbeat Act banned abortion statewide after a fetal heartbeat can be detected, which can happen as early as six weeks into pregnancy. The law also enabling citizens to enforce the ban through private lawsuits. Meanwhile, Joe Biden, who repeatedly refers to himself as a devout Catholic, responding to the Texas ban, saying his administration would continue to fight for abortion and support Roe versus Wade. When EWTN News Nightly's Owen Jensen asked Jen Psaki about the conflict between Biden's actions, words, and church teaching, the White House press secretary sidestepped the conflict with Catholic teaching 
and instead said it was Jensen's fault because he had a lack of empathy, basically, because he can't get pregnant. Following up on the substance law, why does the president support abortion when his own Catholic faith teaches abortion is morally wrong? He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. Why does the president, who does he believe then should look out for the unborn child? He believes that it's up to a woman to make those decisions, uh, and up to a woman to make those decisions with her doctor. I know you've never faced those choices, nor have you ever been pregnant, but for women out there who have faced those choices, this is an incredibly difficult thing. The president believes their rights should be respected. When the Supreme Court rejected an emergency request to block the law in a 5-4 decision, Biden declared a whole-of-government response to ensure abortion access in the state. The Catechism of the Catholic Church summarizes church teaching, recognizing the inherent dignity and worth of the unborn human person, considering abortion a crime against human life. Meanwhile, President Biden's approval rating, as Mark Mayfield tells us, continues to drop amid the fallout of ending the American military mission in Afghanistan. A new NPR-PBS NewsHour Marist poll shows the rating standing at 43%. That's down six points from last month. The U.S. withdrawal from that war-torn country was completed on Monday, and Biden defended it as being a huge success. But some critics, such as Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney, have slammed the move as a group of Americans remain in the country. Disgraced former Cardinal Theodore McCarrick expected to appear at a Massachusetts court this morning for arraignment. As Catholic News Agency reports, it will be a historic moment as McCarrick 91 is the first current or former U.S. Cardinal to be criminally charged with sex abuse. It will also mark the first time he has appeared in public since 2018 when accusations of long-standing sexual misconduct by him first came to light. On July 29th, McCarrick charged with three counts of indecent assault and battery on a person over the age of 14 in Massachusetts. The charges stemming from an incident in 1974 when he allegedly sexually assaulted a 16-year-old male. McCarrick had already been living at a then undisclosed location since early 2020 and before that a private residence at a Capuchin Friary in rural Kansas. He was sentenced to a life of prayer and penance by the Pope back in July of 2018 after to the New York Archdiocese deemed sex abuse accusations against him to be credible. The Cross Culture Christian Center in Lodi, California, collecting half a million dollars in a legal settlement after prisoners were locked out on Palm Sunday last year because of COVID restrictions. The president of the National Center for Law and Policy says forcing the church to close was a violation to the First Amendment. The death toll from the remnants of Hurricane Ida continuing to rise. At least 46 people are dead after massive rainfall and flooding crippled parts of the Northeast. Most of those deaths occurring in New Jersey while others losing their lives happened in New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Connecticut. Most of the deaths were from flooding. Down south, at least nine killed in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama after the massive storm made landfall last Sunday as a Category 4 hurricane with 150 mile per hour winds. In New York, transportation officials, as Scott Pringle tells us, slowly bringing back service to the subway system there after it was shut down following record rainfall. The MTA says commuters can expect delays on many of its train lines. And the 4, 6, F, and N, they are partially suspended. And no service on the B and Z. It's still unclear as to what point service will be fully back on the subway system after it saw an enormous amount of water just gush into it from remnants of Ida. LIRR service is fully restored. And the Metro North Harlem and New Haven lines, they're on an enhanced weekend schedule. 
National Weather Service says it was an EF2 tornado that hit Edgewater in Annapolis on Wednesday in Maryland with peak winds of 125 miles per hour. The tornado was about 200 yards wide and traveled a path of more than 11 miles. These Annapolis residents are still in disbelief as they work hard to clear the debris from their homes and yards. It was just scary to me. I was like, oh my God. I felt like a bomb had exploded and just blown up everything. Now, it will no doubt be a while before the Northeast fully recovers from its encounter with the remnants of Hurricane Ida. But, as meteorologist Bill Cairns reports, there is some good news to share. Most of the water has come down. Some of the big rivers are, are, are going down. Only the Passaic River in New Jersey still has to hit its crest. That's a very slow-moving river, so it takes a little longer than the other ones. Most of the 46 deaths reported again from the storm were in New Jersey. John Lobertini tells us evacuees in Northern California wasting no time returning home after authorities there reduced Calder Fire evacuation orders to warnings. Getting back to normal never tasted so good to evacuee Brooke Hilton. Really nice to be able to come down the road here and sit down here and have a beer. Evacuation warnings replaced orders on Wednesday, opening the door for people to return home in parts of Camino and Pollock Pines north of Highway 50. Jason Yurgovich. It's heartbreaking to see Highway 50 kind of torched. And the mop-up continues nearby. Fires are still smoldering and services like electricity, water and internet are still a work in progress. Cal Fire Chief Daniel Burlant. Even roadways have been damaged by the fire. They've got to be safely mitigated before we can get people in their homes. For these people, it's been about two weeks since they were forced to evacuate. For others, it's going to be longer. Another Florida apartment building said to be unsafe. It's just about one mile from the Surfside condo building that collapsed over two months ago, killing nearly 100 people. Residents of a Bay Harbor Islands apartment building told to evacuate yesterday. That building is 73 years old, and engineers say it has significant structural defects. It's just two blocks from the forum, which was evacuated the day before over safety concerns. And if you plan on doing any traveling by car this weekend, it's going to cost you a little bit more at the gas pump. Prices are up for the eighth day in a row. The latest AAA national average finding regular at $3.18.4 a gallon, a tenth of a cent higher than yesterday, nearly four cents higher than a week ago, and the highest Labor Day weekend price in seven years. On this date last year, regular was going for two thirty-two a gallon. 14 minutes past the hour. It's a Friday morning of Labor Day weekend. Hope you're having a great Friday. Stay tuned all weekend long every day right here to EWTN. And we're joined, as we always are on Fridays, by our President and Chief Operating Officer, Doug Keck. This morning, I want to specifically look at why we need EWTN. Another blatant example this week. More on that coming up. We are the pro-life generation, passionate about building the culture of life in our health care and in our nation. But not all health care options are equally pro-life, and some provide morally objectionable procedures. CMF Curo is different. CMF Curo is a pro-life Catholic health care ministry, providing a pathway for its members to build the culture of life in their health care choices, not destroy it. Learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. 
This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. College football is back this fall. Hailing from sunny southwest Florida, the Ave Maria Gyrenes will take on their Sun Division opponents for exciting and hard-hitting football. All games can be live-streamed by going to AveMaria.edu and clicking on the live-stream football button. This Saturday, the Gyrenes battle Florida Memorial at 7 p.m. Tune in for great college football played by an authentic Catholic university, AveMaria.edu. Always look forward to our discussions with Doug Keck, President and Chief Operating Officer of EW10. We call this segment the Inside Word, giving you an inside peek at what's coming up on the network. Doug, before we get to that, I couldn't wait to have you on this morning. Of course, I had several Italian-American head-exploding moments watching uh, Jen Psaki jump through hoops, deflect, project, as um, Owen Jensen was asking. Very good basic questions. Okay, uh, the president says he's Catholic, but he's standing up for this for abortion and Roe v. Wade after the Texas ban you know, went into effect. And what does she do? Deflect, project, blame. It was over the top. Ridiculous. I want to play that bite again before you comment. Sure, I know Andrew sure. has it. Andrew, can you pull it up and let me know when you have it? Um, but this was Jen Psaki uh, being asked a question by our very own um, Owen Jensen, who covers the White House regularly. And all he was doing was actually asking the obvious. Well, he's a Catholic journalist, right, working for us. And Biden claims he's a devout Catholic. And Jen Psaki has said that many times at press conferences. Well, you know, the president considers himself a devout Catholic and attends Mass you know, almost every week. So let's roll the tape. This is from the uh, White House briefing, I believe, yesterday, where Owen obviously asked the obvious about how does he reconcile his beliefs on abortion with the beliefs of the church in which he says he's a devout member. Roll the tape, please. Following up on the Texas law, why does the president support abortion when his own Catholic faith teaches abortion is morally wrong? He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. Why does the president, who does he believe then should look out for the unborn child? He believes that it's up to a woman to make those decisions, uh, and up to a woman to make those decisions with her doctor. I know you've never faced those choices, nor have you ever been pregnant, but for women out there who have faced those choices, this is an incredibly difficult thing. The president believes their rights should be respected. And he tried to ask a follow-up question, and she shut him down. And the oldest trick in the book is to deflect and project when you don't want to answer the obvious. Doug, your thoughts at that exchange? Yeah, well, I I would say, what else is she going to say? I mean, like you said about deflecting, I mean, that's what they do. And and you also can catch the third rail. There's kind of the initial response 
to kind of deflect, as you indicated. And then when he pushed back a little bit, it got right to the third rail, and she just went to the... Ad hominem attack, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the generic old style, as somebody on on TV talked about, sophomore year gender studies class response to this kind of thing uh, that goes on as a standard response. Uh, But, of course, it's interesting in a world we're living with today, some people have pointed out, if it's my body, then how can you force me to take a vaccine? Uh, or if you're wearing, living in a world where gender is fluid and people can be what they are, well, um, you know, maybe you can identify that way. Or there are people today who are identifying as men uh, who are, are, are pregnant. So uh, in the bizarre world we live in, even what she's saying is incorrect. But I think the real reason that Owen asked that wonderful question is is that because Biden, as you said, it, it portrays himself as a devout Catholic. And, uh, you know, he's not talking about when this law came out. He's just, he's just he described it, you know, in these terms like condemning the unprecedented assault on abortion. Right. I vow the whole government response to this new law. I mean, you're not talking about a guy who thinks, well, I'm personally opposed, but I guess it should be, uh, you know, okay. I mean, this is a man who's full-throatedly supporting uh, basically what will amount to the codification of Roe v. Wade, which is Mm -hmm. what Nancy Pelosi, another uh, devout Catholic, um, is uh, purporting to promote uh, uh, in the Congress to basically say, well, we're just going to vote on this and make it a law, and then we won't have to worry about it anymore. So um, She called it tragic. It was a tragedy what happened in Texas. Yeah. yeah, well, the tragedy is that so many people think it's a tragedy uh, right. because of what it is. I mean, it's not even, uh, I mean, you're talking about the fact that you know, you have that period. Of time. Once there's a heartbeat, you can't deny anymore, even for people who know that it actually is a human being, obviously, before that. But uh, it's difficult to deny that that's what it is. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's a small step. Now, the reality is it'll probably get struck down in some way or form uh, unless the court is willing to make some major changes when it has to deal with this in relation to Roe v. Wade, which is yet to be seen. Mm -hmm. Hence the reason, as I said going into the break, that we need EWTM because of all of our news outlets in addition to the programs. Thank goodness that Owen is there and that we have EWTN News Nightly, The Register, Catholic News Agency, The World Over, In-Depth, and so many other news programs that are focusing on these issues. Absolutely. And I think the other thing is, quite honestly, uh, for, for all the outrage, some of it, I think, is whooped up in full because the goal is let's get the issue off of Afghanistan and right. all the things right. that are going wrong and let's get the base, uh, uh, you know, worried and upset and united against something that uh, is basically a tenant or a sacrament of the present uh, Democratic Party, whether people who are good people who uh, continue to believe and support that party believe it or not it's just a fact yeah well we did have uh, father chris alar on yesterday promoting his new program which starts next week yes. what else is coming up in the lineup for ewtn well we've got that the uh, nashville dominicans mother or something was just on uh this week uh with uh, sister veritas uh mm-hmm. talking about uh, the weekly shows going to be doing with them initially ones they've already done but hopefully some new live ones in the future yeah Catholic View for Women is back again, I know, for another season, so I'll mention that. And, of course, the major event of the church, which nobody seems to know about, but EW10 is all over, is the 52nd International Eucharistic Congress running from Sunday through uh, next Saturday, uh, actually Sunday to Sunday, uh, opening ceremony, Holy Mass with First Communion coming up uh, tomorrow. 
uh, on Sunday, actually, clergy and religious, and it's a week-long coverage, and we're, we're covering in Polish, German, we're covering it in Spanish, and in English, and the team will be Father uh, uh, John Paul will be there with our, our own Matthew Bunsen mm-hmm. on the ground. So we're going complete coverage. People can check out our schedule. Go to EW10.com for more information. There's a week-long of events, morning prayer, catechesis, Holy Mass, and and it wraps up with a Mass uh, that the Holy Father is doing at the end of the week. I know one of the speakers who who will be featured is Mary Healy, who uh, I I did see on the list, and there's some others who have a little more international fame, uh, you know, not so much in the United States, so people should look for that. Also, we're honoring Father Vincent Cappadano uh, this week with Uh. Paul the Chosen and and a Mass for him uh, coming up on the 7th, so people should look at that uh, coming up from the Basilica, and that would be on the 7th. So, again, a complete lineup of great programming, a Mother Teresa programming. Uh, first part of the movie airs tomorrow night as well, so people can check that out. But the Eucharistic Congress is something to keep an eye on throughout next week. Well, just so you know, I've already been in touch with Dr. Bunsen about this. We're on it. We are so on it here at Catholic Connection. We're working on getting him on uh, to join us live when he can in between, obviously, uh, his commitment to covering for for you, but I told him I said P- please carve out some time for us uh, to let us know what's going on and we'll talk about it and and kind of find out what the mood is there and and what people are saying and 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 the big issues and Dr. Mary Healy, we're trying to get her on as well. She's right. awesome. She Great. teaches at um, Sacred Heart Major Seminary. She gave that, right? yeah, yeah, she gave a talk yeah. at our anniversary celebration over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that and I know Tom Price was able to attend and was uh, raving about it. Said it was yeah. uh, it was. Uh, Ter- uh, terrifically put together and uh, wonderful talks. And, Except uh, for this guy, really Garendi, who kept trying to take the microphone from everybody. I don't know what that was all about, but, you know. I, I think he brings his own mic with him. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> bada boom bada bing try the veal we'll hear our week hey doug thanks so much have a great right, weekend we'll bless. talk to you next week god have bless and weekend. thanks for all the great programming at ewtn ewtn.com check it out if you're a new listener please follow our news outlets this is from somebody who's been doing news well for well since dirt quite frankly very very good sources for you we'll be right back stay tuned Attention home gardeners, had a good harvest this year? The St. Vincent de Paul Food Pantry in Mansfield is looking for fresh produce. Anything from watermelons to radishes. Bring your produce by the pantry anytime from 9.30 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday at 500 East Dallas Street in Mansfield. Donations will be shared with those in need every Saturday morning. Your kindness is always appreciated. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Bert and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com. Thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being part of the family. Families pray for each other. We would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. 
Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. Hello, my name is Bill Mertz. My wife Liz and I own Master Tech Auto Repair in Plano. We're proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Master Tech is a full-service auto repair. From oil changes to complete engine replacement, our transmission service. We're located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. Abby Johnson really needs no introduction, but if you are a new listener, I'll give you a little background. Abby is a pro-life speaker, activist, wife, and mom, and author of a fantastic book about her story, Unplanned. And there was a movie about the same story, same journey, and the movie is fantastic. It came out a few years ago, and uh, Pro-Life Weekly, uh, with our friend Catherine Hadrew, had a big uh, feature on the movie, actually. Uh, it's just a fantastic film. Uh, I endorsed it as well as the book uh, wholeheartedly. Just an amazing journey of Abby Johnson. She's a former Planned Parenthood director and had just a major turnaround on the abortion issue. And now she's out there on the front lines. And, and Abby, I know you're weighing in on, on this latest news because uh, Texas is near and dear to your heart. Uh, and that's where you worked and that's where you were a Planned Parenthood director and that's where you came into the, the pro-life movement. So right now this this ban... Uh, is in place and there's expected to be obviously some court challenges but this is the strongest uh, pro-life measure in the country so far your thoughts just in reaction to the measure itself thanks for joining us good morning yeah good morning well we are just thrilled of course um thrilled that the supreme court decided not to intervene right now on this case so i mean as of right now this measure will save, you know, we think 100 to 150 babies per day, um, which is huge. I mean, it's eliminating 85 to 90% of abortions in the state of Texas. And, you know, in the state, we abort about 53 to 55,000 babies every single year. So, uh. um, it, it's, I mean, it's just a huge life-saving measure for our country. Um, of course, there's, you know, been some wailing and gnashing of teeth um, from the left, from the pro-abortion lobby. But, um, you know, we are thrilled babies' lives are being saved. And it's it's hard to even imagine um, just the, the outrage from so many, and particularly Hollywood, um, just being so upset that people cannot kill their babies. But, you know, that's where we are in our society. Yeah, what, what is really sad, and you're a convert to Catholicism, what's really sad is, is, again, we were just discussing this with Doug Keck from EWTN, is once again our president saying one thing and doing the exact opposite and just saying that basically he's going to bring the whole of government to respond to this, to ensure abortion access in the state of Texas. At the same time, he claims it's a devout Catholic. Jen Psaki, his press secretary, claims he's a devout Catholic. And and she had the audacity uh, to really go after uh, the White House reporter from EWTN News Nightly. And that's making news as well. That's all over the place. At this mm-hmm. rep- and, and, the, and have you seen the angle in the media is cheering for Saki and Biden and everybody who's supporting quote-unquote abortion rights, but going after this reporter, how dare he ask a question about Biden's Catholic faith and how it totally is in conflict with what he's doing. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, I mean, I sort of laughed whenever I saw her go after him, and I thought, wait a minute. You know, my first thought was, wait a minute. Did she just assume his gender? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, isn't the Biden administration better than that? I thought I mean, the same thing. Wow, she's there. quite sexist. She's quite discriminatory. That's exactly what I thought. Exactly. Look, how bigoted of her. Um, but, you know, I, I just thought, come on. You know, this is this this is the left, though, right? It was seven men who chose to make abortion the law of the land in 1973. They had no problem with men weighing in on abortion when it came to Roe. But now all of a sudden, with the pro-life man, they have a problem with men having a voice on the issue. Um, it just shows their hypocrisy. Um, but that is, that is their language, right? Um, if they didn't have a double standard, they wouldn't have a standard at all. Right. And that... That is the left. That that is the abortion lobby, and the fact that that she was going after him in such a way. And yeah, I mean, our you know devout Catholic president uh, is such a joke. He he doesn't apparently know the Catholic faith at all. And look, AOC yesterday was you know saying the same sort of thing. We need to you know pass the courts and uh, you know codify Roe and all of this. They don't have the votes to codify Roe. They don't have the votes to end the filibuster. Um, it, they just don't have it. And I don't know if it's just a talking point that he's just trying to, you know, rally the troops or what, but it's just, it's not going to happen. And, and you don't change the law. You don't bend the rules. You don't start packing the court just because you didn't get what you want. I mean, we're not toddlers here. I mean, this is just the way that government works. This is state's right. This is how our government was meant to function. Uh, but they, but they don't like that. They, they, the, the government functions only the way they want it to. And, and, and you have AOC who also claims to be Catholic. And then you have Pelosi saying this is tragic. She, of course, also says she's a devout Catholic. You know, we need to, first of all, we always have to pray, pray for all of our leaders. We're, we're called to do that. But we need to continue to, to point out the obvious hypocrisy. And in addition to all the gender issues and the discriminatory, uh, um, comments, and now there's some feminists coming out after Saki for what she said yesterday in this press conference, uh, directed at, uh, Owen Jensen. But then there's a total denial and deflection, not addressing the issue of faith. I mean, what she responded to had nothing to do with his question. Right. Yeah. Well, and this is really where we need our leadership to step up as well. We need the bishops to come out strongly, which I believe that they will. Um, but we need the bishops to come out. We need, you know, priests to come out. We need everyone to step out to, you know, speak boldly on these issues. But what we really do, we do need leadership to say, look, enough is enough. You cannot, you cannot come out and say you're a devout Catholic on one hand and then, you know, they make these comments that you have. Um, we there does need to be a line in the sand eventually, and I mean this is it. I mean this this has to be the line in the sand. Amen. Talking with pro-life leader, author, speaker, Abby Johnson, and then there were none. She works directly with those in the abortion industry who want to come out of the industry, as she did and many others have. Uh, she has a beautiful ministry dedicated to this. Uh, Abby, I, I do think as well that we as Catholics always have to, and I know you, you said this in your statement, which was very powerful, make sure that we're doing whatever we can in addition to prayer and supporting pro-life movements and obviously voting pro-life. We need to be there for the women and men who find themselves in these types of, of situations. Yes, we do. And, uh, you know, now is the time that pro-lifers have really got to step up. We really have to stand in the gap. Um, you know, 
I run a, a ministry called Love Line, which is a, a crisis line. Uh, we, you know, plug women into different resources. We have a case management program to help women, to accompany women who are in a crisis pregnancy. And, you know, we're, we're expecting, we are anticipating to start receiving more and more calls from women in Texas who are now not able to receive abortion services, um, who are now going to say, okay, what do I do? Now I'm pregnant. Now I'm, I'm going to have this baby and now I need help. And, you know, we as the pro-life movement have got to say, okay, we're going to stand beside you, whatever that means. If that means paying your rent, if that means paying your car payment, getting you health care, whatever it means, we have to step up and do it. And we're going to have to step up with our dollars. We're going to have to step up with our time. I think this is a great opportunity to highlight, and we we need to do more, but we know, and you know this because you do talks all the time to pregnancy resource centers, all the great effort that's already there, but but a lot of these people need our help because there's a small group running these different pregnancy centers around the country. But again, this is a great opportunity to get out there and highlight when they accuse us of not being there uh, for the babies. They don't even know, half of them don't even know about pregnancy resource centers. Abby, thanks. Wish we had more time. Appreciate it. God love you for all your great work. Abortionworker.com. Abby Johnson, speaker, pro-life activist, leader, and a great book, Unplanned, as well as a movie by the same name. Up next, abortion, the life issues, women out there making a difference. We talk about all these things and then some on the Catholic view for women. More on our new season, which begins on Sunday night, up next. Are you a pregnant mother or mom in need of support or in a crisis situation? If so, help is available. The Diocese of Fort Worth has recently launched Walking with Moms in Need. Walking with Moms in Need is a national initiative that is a time of service in which Catholic parishes and communities walk in the shoes of local pregnant and parenting women in need by offering to help moms in difficult circumstances through different tools and resources. For more information, visit fwdioc.org. KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com. Want to be a better father to your son? Why not skip the weekend superhero movie and be the saint your son needs? If you can endure the elements, shirk some material comforts, and pray a rosary around a campfire, the troops of St. George are recruiting. Troop 77 of Collin County, the magnanimous 77th, is looking for a few good dads and their sons. Troop 77 is kicking off the school year at 7 p.m. Monday, August 30th. Check them out at TSG77.org. That's TSG77.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Kyle Eberlein of Mid-Cities Dental and a parishioner of Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. Dentistry can be expensive, especially if you know you need a lot of work. That's why you need to know all of your treatment options. And you need a dentist whom is on your insurance plan. This could potentially save you lots of money. Our office will offer you a no-obligation consultation with necessary x-rays. We can be reached at 817-282-9321 or midcitiesdental.com. Again, that number is 817-282-9321. The 
topics we were discussing with Doug Keck and Abby Johnson are among the many topics we discuss every Sunday evening and Monday morning on the Catholic View for Women on EWTN television. The CatholicViewForWomen.com is our website. You can also find it, of course, on our homepage, EWTN.com. We're excited. A new season. Season number 13, can't believe it. And we also have new co-hosts, Vanessa Denhagarmo and Mary Kaminsky. Uh, Mary couldn't join us today. Vanessa is here. She also works with me, of course, at Ave Maria Radio. And we've known each other for years in the secular media, which is how we met. She hosts a program on Ave Maria Radio entitled Epiphany. It's the same name of her beautiful communications company. Uh, and Janet Morana is also with me. You know Janet so well from Defending Life here on EWTN. Also, it was her idea for the Catholic View for Women. She's the co-founder of Silent No More and the executive director of Priests for Life. Uh, Vanessa, thanks for joining us and welcome to the Catholic View for Women. I am so excited about this new season and uh, blasting it out to everyone and we covered so many amazing topics here. So excited to be with you and Janet here. And JM is on the line. JM, this is an exciting weekend for us. Absolutely. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Please tune in Sunday night at 11:30 p.m. Uh, that's Eastern time. And uh, if you can't stay up that late, uh, then set your DVRs <laughs> to it. But the first episode, I think, uh, Teresa and Vanessa, is a topic. First, I know. For you, Vanessa, personal story, but it's a topic of miscarriage and the, and the proper grief that we should uh, support moms in this. And I think that's a very, very uh, important topic uh, that we're starting off the series with. And, of course, we highlight a beautiful ministry called A Mom's Peace. And so, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, and then, you know, we didn't shy away from hot topics either. Uh, we covered uh, the resurgence of the ERA, Equal Rights Amendment, as you know. They're going to try and bring all that stuff back. And then we did, uh, you know, shows on the, the joys of, of raising a child with special needs. Uh, and uh, we, we tackled suicide, gender dysphoria, on and on, hot topics. And then some fun things. And, of course, getting healthy to serve the Lord. We did a fun thing with that. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, really good topics. Of course, we did cover again, what does Jesus say about gay marriage and civil unions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, we did stuff with teens about how social media is affecting our teens. So I'm just excited about this series because I think, Teresa and Vanessa, we hit some really important topics. And, unfortunately, we're not hearing it's from the pulpit, so if they tune into the Catholic View, plus, as you know, as a teacher here, we always give homework with all our episodes, so there's a way of diving deeper into the Church's teaching on these hot topics. And, Vanessa, just your thoughts in, in uh, taking part in the discussions, because we did cover, and you and I uh, talk about this on our In the News segment in the first hour of my program every week, a lot of different issues that, that we discuss, but how important is it from a media perspective, to put these hot-button issues out there and have in-depth discussions, do you think, in this day and age? Well, just listening to Jay. Oops, are you there? Oh, I think we lost Vanessa. Oh, there you are. Go ahead. You broke up. You repeat yeah, your said, first sentence. I, I said I was just thinking about Janet when she was giving the rundown of our show topics. They're very timely yet evergreen. These are uh, topics that have been around for a long time, and they're going to be around for a, a lot longer. And I think the story that you covered just recently, uh, just today, T, in your newscast about Jen Paskey, the press secretary, and the comment she made to the EWTN reporter, just threads right into a lot of these topics we're discussing on the view, uh, Catholic View for Women. So these are very timely issues, but yet they're very evergreen. Uh, these are ongoing stories. So I, I just think it's so important 
that we cover these issues because they're not going away. Yeah, they're not going away. We're talking with Janet Morena and Vanessa Denhagarmo, my co-hosts on The Catholic View for Women, our new season, season 13, which is airing this Sunday evening. We do have a website, thecatholicviewforwomen.com. Janet, Mary couldn't be with us today. Let's talk about Mary a little bit so folks know uh, a little bit about her because I think bringing Vanessa on and Mary on, I think it's a really well-rounded panel. Yeah, it is, and so everyone knows that the very first show you're going to see Vanessa, then the next, we kind of alternated them, so the next one will be Mary, then Vanessa, so it's, you know, flipping each week back and forth, Mary, Vanessa, Mary, Vanessa, uh, or Vanessa, Mary, actually. Uh, and Mary really comes to us, uh, first of all, I've known her for decades. Uh, Mary Kaminsky is a woman who had an abortion, went through Rachel's Vineyard really Healing, has been speaking out since the very beginning with Silent No More. But she's also involved with the campus ministry on a secular university in New Jersey. So she knows what it's like dealing with these kids on campus, with uh, Planned Parenthood swooping around the campus, uh, promoting abortion, uh, egg harvesting, you know, getting these women, uh, college kids, uh, offering them five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 for egg donations. I mean, all these hot things are happening on campus. And Mary comes with a very unique perspective of seeing you know, what happens with these kids and the influence that she and Father Jim Kern are having uh, in their campus ministry office with these young people. Um, so she brings a great perspective, like I said, from a woman who's experienced abortion, but a woman who also works with college students. So I'm uh, glad to have her, really are. It is just about 44 minutes past the hour. We look at not only, as you mentioned, the issue of miscarriage uh, and teens and social media, the issue of abortion. Uh, we talk about uh, the issue of suicide. Father Chris Alar is back with us. Uh, Vanessa, the other thing that we do talk about as well, and, and this is really important to us, is we dive into uh, helping people understand how the media operate. You and I were talking during the break about the way the media are covering this story with Owen Jensen. They're you know, blaming him as a Catholic journalist for asking asking a question which is so obvious and then they're praising Jen Psaki and the president and not having anything in any of the stories at least the ones I've seen there may be some out there but I haven't seen them yet and I was scouring the internet looking at the way uh, they covered this but the wire services including the one that we use uh, to, to get sound bites was was talking about oh this is her response and she's standing up for for women's right to choose and the president is standing up but wait a minute that's got nothing to do with the actual question and so this is what we have to help people understand how they deflect as abby johnson was saying earlier how important is it to to do this in an in-depth way on the show do you think yeah you you made a point with uh Keck on earlier of getting uh, there's so many opportunities for news sources on dwtn and i think that's a really valid point to make because you're not understanding the hypocrisy going on in the media and how they're not doing their job the first thing they should be asking is okay what is the catholic teaching why is this an issue why do you why do catholics why is ewtn even posing the question help me understand no they didn't go that route she deflected and it was very hypocritical too i mean what happened to their whole gender identity that abby johnson just pointed out so not only does the media not point out the hypocrisy by her statement they don't even dig deep to understand what is the teachings of the catholic church and why is the ewtn reporter even asking the question no they just attack him to deflect and then you know rah rah jen paskey for for shooting him down uh, and so this is not journalism at all in fact it is their job to ask these questions they should be commending him for doing his due diligence to ask the question about the, the teachings of the church you know, and, and Doug Keck made a really good point, too. This is not a president who says, 
oh, you know, we respect um, people's rights to choose. I'm personally against it. No, he is 100% in on the abortion issue, and it, it, it's totally opposed to the teachings of the church. Well, yeah, and even that whole line of I'm personally opposed is nonsense because that was started years ago yeah, by Geraldine Ferraro yeah. and, and, and the original uh, Governor Cuomo of, of New York and it's it, you know taking that stance, but he but, didn't but, even try to do that. Kate. He no, he came out and said the whole of government, like the entire world. You know, I mean, don't yeah. even get me started. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but yet I'm a devout Catholic. Right. It's it's an oxymoron. It's yeah. not possible. Janet, you deal with well, this all have, the time. Go ahead in your in well, your work. Well, yes, and yeah, of course we do, and of course, uh, you know, you can't just. It's kind of like you know, Father Frank always uses this example. When you come up to communion and the priest holds that sacred host's hands and says, Body of Christ, and you say amen, your amen is to all the teachings, to everything. I believe it's not like you take the host and break off a piece and give it back to the priest and go, Oh, but not this part. Oh, but not this thing. <laughs> right. Oh, but not that. You know, it's like, No, you're saying amen. Yes, Lord, I believe in all the teachings of the church. I believe in all your commandments. So they're. They're fooling themselves, and actually, we should be praying for them all because they're actually putting their own souls in jeopardy. That's right. the, that's yeah. the pity here that they're so blinded and so into the dogma of the Democratic Party and, and abortion. There's not an abortion they don't like. They love them all up till birth, and that's how extreme they've gotten. And they're so blinded that their very souls are in jeopardy. We need to pray for them, pray for their conversion, because. I always, people always say to me, how, how come, Janet, you don't get discouraged? I said, listen to me. If Dr. Bernard Nathanson, right. the man who got the whole thing started by lies and deception, he even lied. He said, oh, 10,000 women a year die from uh, uh, illegal abortions. That's why we have to have abortion. He said, we made those numbers up, he told us, out of thin air. If a man like that, that started this whole ball rolling, could convert from becoming an atheistic Jew to a Roman Catholic baptized in St. Patrick's Cathedral by Cardinal O'Connor, I say, Teresa and Vanessa, there's hope for everybody. Hope for everybody. Yeah. That's, to me, what I look at. I look at that and say, God's mercy is always here for them. And we, we know, Teresa, you and I, we, we were bad girls. We were away, I was away from the church for over two decades. Yeah. There's always hope, and that's why we have to pray for these people, because their very yeah. souls Amen. are jeopardy. Well, I think and all of us, you, me, Vanessa, Mary, we're all examples of God's mercy. And, and we talk about that. And, yeah. and I said, even, right. even in introducing the news today, introducing the lineup and talking with Doug, uh, and in talking with Abby Johnson this morning at the bottom of the hour, we have to pray for our leaders. We pray for each other. We pray that they open their hearts and eyes to the truth and, and just, you know, stop digging in their heels and thinking they can have it both ways. I mean, this is on, this is a follow-up to how he let his yes be yes, and he didn't let his yes be yes and his no be no with Afghanistan. How many times have we heard him, especially in the last month, talk about not leaving any Americans behind. And I had a story from a secular news outlet this morning about the California students that are still abandoned, along with hundreds of other Americans and our allies who worked with us who are still stranded. They don't know where they are. I mean, constantly saying one thing and then doing another. And but we have to... doesn't do their job to prove, to, to prove right. him wrong and to share the truth. And to chance point... Oopsie, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. We lost you. Uh, but but this is a kind of uh, go ahead, Janet. But this is a kind of discussion well, we have. I, go ahead. I wanted to remind you, Teresa, and you would know this person, Pia Di Salene. 
Oh, yeah. I'll never forget. Dr. When Pia. She lost, yeah. Dr. Pia, when she, and the listeners know her, she lost her brother in Afghanistan. And I remember her telling me how she went out to that Air Force base uh, in Maryland. And because her family's in California, so she went to receive uh, the body of her brother and have him flown back uh, to California for burial. I mean, this is the kind of thing that people, you know, these gold star families, uh, the way the president behaved. First of all, I wouldn't want to know, where was the vice president? Thirteen Americans were killed, soldiers, and you couldn't, both of you be out there? And, and I mean, my goodness. I mean, it just, it shocked me, the, the way he just behaved at that ceremony. I mean... If I had been there, I would have been crying like a baby. I mean, how could you just not have such emotion, such emotion yeah. at a time like this? Yeah. That's well, when you want your commander-in-chief to act like a commander-in-chief. And unfortunately, amen. he did. And my sympathies go out to all the families that lost a brother, a sister, a son, a daughter, a, a mom during that war. And do you know one of those soldiers? I, I, I saw this the other day on Fox, and I, I was crying. His name is Riley. He's only 20 years old, all right? And he was married, and his wife is due to have a baby in another The first baby, I know. That first baby. If these stories don't bring you to tears, to tears, and and this is the way our president behaved at a ceremony like that? Well, these are the kind of discussions that we have every week on the Catholic View for Women. We don't hold back. We uphold and explain church teaching, and we're all very feisty. We've got Janet Moran and myself and Vanessa Denhagarmo and Mary Kaminsky, and we weigh in, and sometimes we talk over each other because we're so excited, but that's okay. That's like a good, solid conversation. And so check it out. Tune in to the new season of the Catholic View for Women airing this weekend, Sunday night, 1130 Eastern Time, p.m., obviously 1130 p.m., and it's re-aired the following morning. You can also set your DVR if that's a little bit too late for you, but this is a holiday weekend. A lot of us don't have to get up on Monday because we have the day off. So please check it out, thecatholicviewforwomen.com, and also check out all the great programming, including the wonderful new programs that Doug mentioned, our coverage of the Eucharistic Congress taking place next week over in Europe. We'll have it all, EWTN.com. Thank you, Vanessa and Janet, and we'll be right back to let you know what's coming up next week. Stay tuned. You're listening to, again, the one, the only, EWTN. We'll be right back. Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? If so, you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs. Ave Maria mutual funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. I was listening to EWTN, and you were on with one of your little snippets, and you said some words that brought me back to the church. I've been away for a long time. You don't know how much I appreciate those words, and I don't know 
wow, those particular words that day got to me. EWTN, helping people grow in their love and understanding of God. CMF Curo is a Catholic health care ministry providing families nationwide with a better solution centered around whole health, spirit, mind, and body. Our members share their medical burdens within a faith-filled community. At CMF Curo, our members have access to a spiritual director, concierge services, and other health and spiritual resources. Find out if CMF Curo is a better solution for your family. Visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Wishing you a beautiful Labor Day holiday weekend. We will be off Monday for the Labor Day holiday and be back with you on Tuesday. And we're working on the things that matter most in terms of Catholic reaction, Catholic response to them. So it's a work in progress every day. We look at the items and see what we want to cover, and we're still developing our schedule for Tuesday. In the meantime, have a great weekend and stay tuned to EWTN. Ciao, ciao. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E Maria Radio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. All Catholic, all the time. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. This is your Catholic radio station, and we'd like to make it even better for you. Your feedback is really important to us. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. It only takes a minute to fill out and send to us. Again, go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. We'd really appreciate it. Do you know a healthcare professional who would benefit by learning more about fertility awareness and the Billings Ovulation Method? Someone in need of continuing education credit? BOMA USA, the Billings Ovulation Method Association, is a new sponsor of KTH 910 AM. They've created online training specifically for healthcare professionals or experienced fertility awareness teachers. Visit boma-usa.org and click on Health Professionals at the top of the page. Free educational materials are available in appreciation for referrals. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man, blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be His most sacred heart, blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary most holy. 
Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. 